Hello, my delicious cow pies. This is your tasty tortoise tort, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his scrum diddly fruit bat cake beware the hairy mango. Today's story is all about trying to claw your way to success long before you realize you don't have any claws. If you find claws to fail to make it to the top, at least fly overhead in a helicopter and shout down at whatever's there because things are listening up. Things are listening up by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Mame grew up in hard times, living with her family in a shotgun shack. Not that it was a series of rooms all in a row, it was actually made of shotguns. One day there was an earthquake and the entire house went off, deafening Mame and her family and killing everyone in the neighborhood. Except for the Hendersons, who lived in a bulletproof vest shack. The Hendersons immediately robbed Mame's family because everyone knew the house wasn't loaded anymore. Mame's family was poorer than ever, and she knew it was up to her to save them. Because of a genetic mutation that skipped a generation, her father was a giant ear, and now the one thing he could do was gone. What little money he had brought in was made by hearing things for people who didn't have the time to listen. Mame saw an opportunity in the incredible success of the Bee Gees. She and her sisters could achieve even more by going them one better and becoming the Sea Gees. Alas, after a disastrous 20-year career, they soon found out that fame isn't always determined by alphabetical order. Everyone told them they couldn't sing, but Mame and her sisters couldn't hear them. Mame had to figure out what to do with her life now. She was 40 years old, but didn't look a day over 70. She took to navel-gazing, which meant she was staring at sailors all day. One day, a sailor gazed back. He was into wrinkles and bad hips, and the two of them fell in love. The next year, Mame gave birth to a litter of ears. Mame had two of her children surgically attached to her head, and suddenly she could hear again. It was a Christmas miracle, even more miraculous because it happened in April. Things were starting to listen up for Mame. But the kids grew quickly, and whenever Mame went out, people stared at the woman with the gigantic ears. Not only were they huge, but she hadn't thought to attach them to the sides of her head, and now they were blocking her vision. And she had to lift her earlobes to eat. She also couldn't find a Q-tip big enough to clean them. Instead, Mame had to attach a bunny rabbit to a dowel. It actually worked great. Mame decided to market them so people everywhere could finally clean whatever big holes they might have had. She almost blew it right out of the gate when she named them R-tips after the rabbits. Then she remembered the CG's debacle and decided to go in the other direction. Her P-tips sold like mad. For once in her life, things were going great. Even her husband had gotten promoted from sailor to motorboater. Armed with hard-won knowledge and hearing, Mame decided to get the group back together. In a bit of marketing brilliance, they changed their name to the AAs. Their shows sold out, but oddly enough, audience members kept coming up onto stage and telling their stories of sobriety during the show. Hey, whatever. Mame didn't care. She and her sisters were making a fortune on the coffee and donuts. <laughs> If this story was PU, you can F it and other MFs at the URL of the WTF, B-E-W-A-R-E-T-H-E-H-A-I-R-Y-M-A-N-G-O dot C-O-M exclamation point. Matriculate half-heartedly in the comments for this post or calorie mail me and we'll finally count for something at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or burn our fridges behind us at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. In the SFSignal.com fanfic series, the SF and SF Signal stands for Soapy Feldman because of our recurring fantasy 
fantasies about washing up Igor from Young Frankenstein in a prison shower. We all wrestle naked to see who gets to lather his hump. That part's real. I will beat someone's ass for a good imaginary hump lathering, let me tell ya. Tweet the fleet that your ship has come in and all of your saltiest seamen should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Unfortunately for you, your ship won't be able to find a parking space and it'll have to dump its load somewhere else because there is an entire fleet in the way. Those guys are total dock blockers. Subscribe through the Get the Mango button on the homepage. For $4 a month, you not only get two new episodes a month by way of Beware the Elitist Mango, you get the 16 episodes that are already there, just sitting around, waiting to be had. It's just about the perfect amount for a Mango mixtape. Or at least it was when we still used tapes. Nowadays, I have to give my lady friend a mix flash drive and come up with the 8,000 songs that are closest to my heart. It took me three fucking years to get the order just right, and then when I handed it to her, I found out she'd gotten married a year and a half ago. Flash my ass. Actually, that's not a bad idea. This podcast dines poorly on house-style bargain beef wellington, which is just a pile of beef served in a pair of rubber boots, and you have to travel to New Zealand to eat it, but all in all, it still beats Duck Nelson, if only Nelson's men had told him that, and is way better than Armadillo Napoleon, even though that comes with a side order of French Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License Fries. Until our language software starts smoking and we get Rosetta stoned, this will roll up on Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell him it's all fun and games until someone gets their nose poked out. Good night.